Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, right, folks. Welcome back. Jam-packed. Friday morning edition of JJ After Duck. It's John Jastrzemski right here on The Fan. And late night action because we got NCAA tournament games cooking. And that means the UConn Huskies are back where they belong. He's ready to rock. He's in Indianapolis. His team will be taking on the Maryland Terrapins on Saturday. The head coach of the Huskies, my main man, Dan Hurley. What's happening, Coach? John, thanks for having me, man. Coach, it's a pleasure. And this is unlike any other NCAA tournament that we've ever seen. So now that you are in Indianapolis, now that the stage is set, talk me through what these you know last couple of days have been for you and your program. Yeah, I mean, you know, we left on, on Tuesday of last week for the Big East tournament, and. Um, you know, and we stayed in New York all the way through, uh, you know, as per the recommended by the NCAA, uh, you know, uh, in, in terms of, uh, you know, staying, staying safe and, and trying to stay in that bubble in New York. So, we, you know, we, we're, we're on day nine uh, on the road here. And I, I'd say initially when, when you get here, it kind of felt like uh, a little bit like the Mohegan Sun tournament slash even a little bit of like a high school tournament because you got all these teams basically in three hotels uh, using a convention center for practice. But uh, it got it got more real for us today, getting over to uh, getting over to Mackey, uh, where we're going to play Maryland on Saturday, being able to get on the court there and and just seeing all the kind of the March Madness signage. Uh, they started to get those kind of chills and and, and that excitement uh, going once we kind of got out of the hotel bubble. Coach, talk me through Sunday. You knew you were going to the NCAA tournament, but I'm sure, you know, you're watching that selection show. You got guys doing it for the first time at your program at UConn. What was that overall experience like? It's awesome. I mean, that that first time, you know, especially, you know, with with where this thing was at a couple of years back, uh, you know, nowhere near, you know, getting an invitation to – you know, to the CBI or the C or the CIT. I mean, this thing was, it was, a, you know, it was a mess. So to, to, so to be here, to be here, you know, in, in a year like this, that was so challenging, um, you know, for the players and the different schools uh, to be able to take the big step during such a challenging year and get your name called was like, uh, you never get over, uh, you know, that never gets old, the thrill of, uh, of the, of bracket, uh, you know, bracket Sunday, selection Sunday. That just, uh, you know, like you grow up just loving the game and you get that uh, get that rush of excitement. It was a pretty awesome moment. Coach, the last time we had a conversation, you guys were coming off that big win against Seton Hall. 
Then you play Georgetown, and you guys whooped Georgetown that Saturday. It was a nationally televised game, kicking off the day. If you would have told me then, Coach, that Georgetown team would rattle four straight wins and win the Big East tournament, I, I would have called you all sorts of crazy names. And you know I love you, and I respect <laughs> you, and I think you know more basketball than I'll ever know in a lifetime. What was it with Georgetown that allowed them to like flip a switch? Like You guys played this rock fight game with Creighton, then on Saturday, they're going to be cranked by, like, 35 points. Yeah. I mean, you know, Georgetown should probably give us, like, a little piece of the net. You know, there you go. Think, I would agree with that. <laughs> you know, the, the I, I didn't want to see you, Coach. Let's be honest. Slight. They did not want to see no, you. No. I mean, we just – our game with Creighton was just a war. And, and you know, either team was going to be compromised, uh, you know, going into that championship game. And, and even Georgetown played – you know, that was their fourth game in four days. You know, Patrick did an unbelievable job with that team. Uh, you know, uh, I was torn between him and him and Mike, uh, Mike Anderson for coach of the year in the league. You know, it's like we debated it in the uh, in the coach's office before we threw in the ballot. I, I felt like those two guys did, you know, an, an awesome job this year in the league. And, and they have, you know, in in Judas Wahab and in, in Pickett and in Blair off the bench. Uh, they had they had three guys that would start on a lot of teams in the Big East. They're just not very deep. Um, yeah, and we were the only team to beat them, I think, in the last couple of weeks of the conference season. We were able to beat them on the road, and they were able to handle handle them at home. But, you know, uh, it was a little bit, of, I think, that, that Patrick Ewing, uh, Madison Square Garden magic. And the fact that, you know, Patrick, you know, did, you know, Patrick's a hell of a coach. Uh, and, um, you know, and, and those kids, man, they, uh, they dug down deep. Coach, what was it about Creighton this year? Because you guys had a hell of a run in the Big East. You guys whooped Georgetown. You had the great win against Seton Hall. But the riddle of Creighton, once, twice, three times. Not, not used to seeing that from a Dan Hurley coach team. Uh, what was the big challenge about matching up with those guys? Well, I mean, the first game we played them, we squandered it. You know, you have a four-point lead, uh, you know, under a minute. Um, and obviously a two-point lead with, you know, under 20 seconds to go and you're at the free throw line. And usually when the other team is fouling at the end of the game, um, you know, that, that, that's, a, that's a signal that you just have to make free throws uh, and not turn the ball over and you're going to win the game. And, uh, you know, we, we missed big free throws at the end of that game, uh, you know, where, where we where we gave that one away. Uh, the one on the road, you know, we, you know obviously we were, we were a little bit disabled and multiple players not playing that game. Book Knight was out. Andre Jackson was out. They're a really good team, um, you know. And then, and then the game, the semifinal game at the Garden was just, uh, I think, two really good teams. Uh, you know, we're, we're tough to beat. You know, we're, we're a hard team to beat. Um, they played a little bit better uh, than we did down the stretch. Obviously, losing R.J. Cole, our point guard, the last five minutes where we had a lead late, and then I think I probably underestimated uh, the impact that the. Uh, that the full body cramping the night before with book night was going to have on his like energy versus Creighton. He wasn't, he wasn't quite himself, but I think those are, you know, two teams played at the garden that night that, that have a chance to, to win, to win in the NCAA tournament. And they played better than us them stretch. Got Dan Hurley, the head coach of the UConn Huskies joins us here on the fan. So James book night, you mentioned those cramps. How's he feeling coach? You ready to rock? Yeah, you know, he, he's he's looked good. I mean, he's, uh, you know, he, I, I think we've got a, a good plan, um, you know, for him going into this game. I, I think he uh, I think he learned a lot from that experience um, on how to prepare himself, uh, you know, for this type of tournament play in terms of, 
you know, his sleep and his diet and, and, and all of his nutrition and kind of uh, conserve his energy. I mean, this is a huge, obviously a huge week uh, in his career at the biggest stage in college basketball. Uh, I think he's got to probably trust his, trust his perimeter shot a little bit more uh, this week. He really is an underrated shooter, better shooter than his numbers would suggest. And uh, they're so athletic and physical and have such good size on the wing. Uh, he's going to have to make perimeter shots against Maryland uh, you know, if, if he's going to want to you know, lead us out of that uh, Saturday game. Okay, you guys are watching the selection show. You see Maryland, Big Ten school. They've had some really good wins this year. What's going to make this Maryland matchup, Coach, so tough? I mean, they're really just a, a tough team. You know, Mark's a, is an excellent coach. I think it's a huge benefit to them to have played in the Big Ten this year. Um, so they're a battle-tested team with multi, you know, with a lineup filled with guys that have NCAA tournament experience. I think they've played in six of the last seven tournaments or seven of the last eight. Um, but they are, you know, they, they play small ball. You know, we, we play more conventional. We play a more, uh, you know, bigger lineup, a traditional center and, and a bigger four man, and they play five out. So, um, you know, something's got to give there, but I, I think we're a deeper team and, um, you know, hopefully that'll show uh, down the stretch of the game. If, if we could, you know, put a lot of pressure on them and, and, uh, um, you know, and, and hopefully get into their legs late. Coach, we're all doing it. You know, we're all filling out brackets. We're trying to map out the path. <laughs> I know I'm doing it with my alma mater, Syracuse. I'm doing it for you guys. I'm already looking ahead. You don't even want to know where I have UConn going in my bracket. You would actually, I think, be quite impressed. But you're a head coach. I know you guys have a job to do on Saturday night. Is there a message that you try to tell you guys as far as not looking too far down the road? Like, Obviously, you guys have to do some sort of scouting in that two fifteen matchup, but it's basically a game by game type of basis, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're all in for, for Saturday. Uh, you know, we're, we're aware of you know Alabama, Iona, um, you know, in, in our four team tournament here. But uh, you know, I've been able to have success in the first round of this tournament a couple of times because of the you know the focus that we've put into the first game uh, at Rhode Island beating Creighton. Uh, you know, beat Creighton in in in, in, uh, in our first appearance, and then and then taking out Oklahoma in the second year. Uh, we have an assistant coach that's uh, you know prepping Iona and, and Alabama stuff if we get to that point. But uh, yeah, it, it'll prepare for Alabama or Rick Pitino doesn't do you any good if you're uh, on a plane home on Sunday morning. Yeah, that's a good point. Like Monday Monday afternoon and Monday night, I, I want to be seeing you on a sideline. And I was going to say in a suit, but thankfully, Coach, I think the days of you wearing suits on the sideline are hopefully done from now until eternity. How do you feel about that, by the way? You more like a zip-up kind of guy, or do you want to go back to the suits? I would probably want to go maybe, maybe just like suit, no tie. Okay, a little um, more casual. I, I, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, like business casual I think is better. I'm not a fan of, of uh, uh, what was this, uh, business athletic or yeah, that, that's, that athletic trick. business. Business athletic, not, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm no fashion. You know, I, listen, I was a high school coach wearing a polo and khakis 11, 10, 11 years ago. So, you know, just, I don't have many suits to begin with, but I, I do feel like uh, yeah, we, we probably got to get back to the shirt no tie. Fair enough. Okay, Coach, you guys are going to have success Saturday. You guys going to make it out of this four-team tournament and extend your stay in Indianapolis. Is the biggest key for your team knocking down the outside shot? We know you're going to get after it on D. 
We know you guys do a phenomenal job on the glass. Do you think in order to win a couple of games in this tournament, it's about you guys shooting it consistently? Yeah, I think that's definitely a part of it. I mean, it's going to come down to guard play. It's going to come down to, you know, the backcourt of R.J. Cole and, and, and James Booknight, uh, you know, and then getting contributions from, like, Tyrese Martin and, you know, obviously Sonogo's a beast in the middle and, and Whaley's been really good. But, you know, we lost our identity in that in that Creighton game. You know, we, we, we were minus 17 on the glass in that game. And, uh, I mean, that should never happen to one of my teams. And, you know, r- regardless of the RJ injury and James not being at his best, you know, we lost that semifinal game because we were ni- minus 17 on the glass. And that's been our calling card and our identity the whole year. So, uh, obviously, you know, we got to play to our identity, which is uh, doing the hard things well. Coach, final one. You're at a program that knows a thing or two about winning in the NCAA tournament, whether it's Kemba Walker, whether it's Rip Hamilton, Shabazz Napier. You know the deal, and I'm sure you knew the stakes and you knew what the program was all about when you ended up agreeing to take the gig. Uh, you're going to try to, you know, give him one of those old school pep talks. Are you going to throw the film of like Rip Hamilton against Duke or Kemba Walker at the Big East tournament? It's okay if you don't spoil any trade secrets here, but I mean, you got a whole lot of UConn lineage that you can try to, you know, fire your boys up about. I mean, it's a program that knows how to win this time of the year. Yeah. I mean, you know, listen, it's, uh, you know, we, we, we're hoping that, uh, you know, we've got some guys here that could provide some of those like UConn moments. Uh, you know, and Book Knight, there's a lot of pressure on him to provide that. Uh, and the team, you know, when you coach or play in a place like this, uh, you know, even in your first year of being back in the tournament, you know, the expectations are sky high. And I've got, you know, on staff, John, I got, I got some former greats, you know, Kevin Freeman and, uh, and Talik Brown uh, on, on staff here that both played. You know, one played on the 99 team, the other played on the 2004 team. So I just asked them about 10 minutes ago how to win the national championship. I just haven't gotten the answer yet. Hey, They're I know, I know you will yeah. be, uh, you'll be digging deep. That, that's the idea, Coach Hurley. You will be digging Talik. deep. And here's the good news. You guys are as far away from Syracuse as humanly possible, so I can root for you guys every <laughs> step along the way. That's a beautiful thing, by the way. Yeah, no, I know that uh, we were actually looking at that potentially, you know, as a, as a first round matchup, you know, that would have been, you know, really, really, uh, you know, a whole lot of fun. Um, obviously the fan bases really, really like each other. Yeah. Uh, we're in, I think me and you were so, probably the only Syracuse and UConn people who talked to one another. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize it was this bad. I, I you know, I, I didn't realize it until, uh, you know, until really I got on the job and it's, uh, it's pretty vicious. Coach, I love you. Appreciate a couple of minutes, man. Go bring it home, man. Go bring it home. Hopefully we're doing this again next week. That means you got an extended stay in Indianapolis, all right? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we're talking sweet 16 next week. I like that. That's Dan Hurley, the head coach of the UConn Huskies. Take care, Coach. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.